Fuck with me, the diary of the strong black people. I'm back in the rabbit hole for another bonus episode. It's another one that was brought to my attention, and we gotta talk about it, guys. Um, there was a video of a woman speaking about how the only thing that she could offer a man was her vagina, which she said pussy. And she was, she ran off a couple of things that, you know, she was saying that a woman goes through, which her speaking of herself and her opinion on what she offers a man. And she round off a whole bunch of stuff. And she was just saying she came to the realization that she can only offer a man pussy. And a lot of things that she said about having attitude and resentment and stuff like that, a man does not need or want around, which is correct. But what I can disagree is the pussy part. My take on this for women, pussy is not the only thing that you have to offer. I'm going to give you a man's perspective. All right. Women have to understand you are pretty much the rise and the fall of this world. Without a woman, a lot of things can go haywire because of the emotional and the estrogen part that a woman brings into situations. A man has so much testosterone and ego the woman balances it out. But what I don't think that women really take advantage of is the power that they have as an influence in this world. If society and the masses can use a woman to be independent and say, fuck a man, fuck these niggas and do this and do that, I don't need no man if it's so easy to influence a woman that way, why can't you take that power and use it to stand beside the man and protect the man? The black man's image is at an all-time low right now. The black man's image is at an all-time low. And it's sad and it's not because of the image of fuck these bitches, these hoes just want money, fuck them, let them go. It's, it's not just that. It's because other than themselves, because if you have homeboys or niggas that you ride with or say that you down with or whatever, whatever, you have that touch and go thing of ride or dies with homeboys. 
But other than the one or two or the few as a man has with another man as his homeboy, as protection, other than himself, who is helping him? Because the other side is not helping him, the other race. So as a woman, as black women, we need that help, protection, and that extra boost. Um, The power of a black woman can be the most beautiful thing that a black man can obtain because a black woman can bring support, hope, dreams, belief, emotional support, all of that to that black man because everything that he has going on in the outside world, that black woman, when he comes home, can take that weight off of his shoulders and tell him, when you get home, all of that is is no more because you are in a safe place. But yet, society and the outside world paints the picture to you that you don't need that black man. And all that black man wants is for you to lay on your back, for him to play around with you, lie to you, cheat on you, abuse you. And that's not true. Don't you think or ever think that the same pictures that they paint to the woman a black about the black man that the same TV, the same radio we listen to, they're not painting that picture about our black women, about how y'all just hoes and gold diggers and all you do is want to shake your ass and, 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 and be out there and be thoughts. And that's not true about you either because y'all have so much more to offer than your pussy. So much more. But the thing about it is how strong you are, you are a more powerful weapon to use against us. To the man, you know, they paint a picture to us that we got all this game in the world. We we spit game, we do this and do that, but the woman has the most game. And the problem is your game is a secret. Your game should never be thrown out there in the open. But our game should always be highlighted and it should be told on because I looked at something on Facebook, on social media the other day, a girl put down a list of, hey guys, these are the signs that if a woman says these things or does these things, this means a woman is cheating on you. And then all the women in the comments say, oh my God, She's breaking woman code. Oh, no, you should never do this and you should never do that. The problem is women have a code and a rite of passage to each other to protect each other. But throw the men out to the wolves. But it's a picture painted to the men. We should never look out for each other because it's quote unquote a bitch ass nigga thing. If we help our homeboys and go to our homeboys and tell our homeboys his girl cheating on him, or hey man, don't mess with that girl, man. She doing whatever, whatever. Oh man, oh you on some whole shit. 
you, oh, niggas just be telling, they running their mouth, they pillow talking. But it's cool for the women to do it. Let me tell you how powerful women are. Because a woman has the decision-making skills or the, the power of decision-making for birth. You can get pregnant for this guy. And the guy can say, look, baby, I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to take care of my child. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to hold up my end of my responsibilities and y'all guys are going to be good. And if that woman is not ready, she doesn't feel like she want to be locked down or tied down with you, or she feels like you're not the right man for the situation, that woman can terminate the pregnancy with you knowing or without you knowing. And that man has to eat that. He has to eat that. But flip it. The woman goes to the man and say, hey, I'm pregnant. That man says, listen, I'm not ready. I, 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 I don't have my ducks in a row. I don't have nothing in order. I, I, I'm not ready for a child. And then she says, oh, no, it takes two to tango. Oh, no, you're the one who was inside of me. You wasn't saying that when we was laying down. And she can keep the baby, have the baby, take him to court, put him on child support. Right? Let me give you another scenario. There's some women, right? She has a man. Has a side nigga, right? In the car. Her phone rings. She said, oh shit, that's my dude. Shut up, you better not say nothing. Hey baby, how you doing? Where you at? Oh, I'm just with, you know, Keisha. And, and we just chilling, we riding around, you know, we just laughing, chilling. Okay, so when you gonna be, I'll let you know when I'm gonna be home. And that man shut his mouth. Right? Okay. The man flipped the strip. The man looks at his phone and says, hey, this is my girl calling. Be quiet. What's going on, baby? Nah, we are. I'm just, I'm just chilling with the fellas. You know how we do. We chilling. And that woman, she may not say nothing, but that woman would sneeze, cough, tap a window, do something for that woman on the other end of the phone. Be like, what was that? Oh, oh, oh it was nothing. It was nothing. If you another scenario, right? Women could be cheating on their dude with their side nigga. Y'all go get a hotel, do y'all a little thing. The woman knows her dude gets off at 10 o'clock. She has to be home by nine. Make sure everything good before he gets home. They go to the hotel, they do their business, they laying down. They fall asleep. The guy wakes up at 8.45 and say, oh shit. Hey girl, get your ass up, get your ass up, man. You gotta get back to the house. She said, oh shit, let me hold on, hold on. And gets dressed. Runs home. We go to the man's side. The man knows his girl get off at 10. They go to the hotel. He needs to be leaving the hotel by nine because not only he has to get home for his girl, he got to go pick her up. Cause he got the car. They fall asleep. This man wakes up. At 12 o'clock, 
And he looks at the girl and says, hey, man, what the hell going on? You ain't wake me up. And what does the woman say? Well, you were sleeping so peacefully, I didn't want to wake you up. And now he has 20, 30, 40 missed calls on his phone, 20 text messages. Where the hell you at? Blah, 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 blah. Now, not saying that cheating is good or saying, damn, they got caught. You shouldn't cheat your man up. But just just look at the, the two sides of the coin and how unfair it is, but how the woman still holds the cause of that situation. The they also pushing the narrative that women can get a bag and the man, you don't, if you can get the bag, you don't need your man around. You don't need the black man, but the black man structures the house and keeps structure. Respect. He keeps everything in line. Everything in line. Because again, the man's voice will stop a whole bunch of things. Just the man's voice himself. Especially when it comes to these kids. You always say, the kids always listen to the daddy. When the daddy come around, they always listen. It's because that man's voice sounds like he ain't playing no games. Sometimes women will say, well, you ain't got to be so harsh. It's not that the man is being so hard. It's because he has to be stern because he has to let people know he's about that business because he will be taken as a joke and he will be taken lightly. And that's the thing. Because a man has to stand up, a black man has to stand upright all the time to be taken serious. And even if he is standing upright, he's still looked up as a joke. Because why? Even when the other race looks at him as a joke, his black queens laugh at him too. Oh, he lame. Oh, he broke. And that's the problem. We don't have enough Backing, but the backing, the strong backing that we need is from our black queens, because with our black queens, if we have that backing, we got any and everything in this world, anything that our hearts desire, because she will trust and believe that you're going to lead. And that's what we need. I don't believe that. All you have is pussy because that's not true. You may not think that you bring the things that a man brings to the table, but a man does not need from a woman that he can give to a woman. What he needs is less headache, more backing, more belief, more hope, more trust. Yes, you can sit here and say, well, when we do it, y'all niggas fuck up and da 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 da. But um, how many times do you try different jobs and it don't work out and you go apply for another one? How many times that you shoot a basketball and miss it before you make it? See, you use that excuse of so many niggas hurt you or so many niggas did whatever, whatever that will stop you from trusting niggas. But you would try and try and try for so many other things other than that. 
Why is that? That don't make no sense. You would give everything else another chance. But that black man or any other black man, because you don't have to give that same black man after he hurt you, after he cheat on you, you don't have to stay. Go somewhere else. But the thing about it is you can't look at every man in the same light as what the last man did to you. Because not all men are the same. Just like you have to tell a man, not every woman is the same. Not every woman wants you for your money. Not every woman wants you for what you got. So why is it okay for you to talk us into shit to trust you as a woman, but yet everything we say, oh, that's just bullshit. Oh, that's just game. But yet a woman's game is so much stronger. See, in the arguments between comments and uh, on social media, when it's glorified, oh, woman, well, yeah, because women cheat better than men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's glorified, oh, y'all going to tell it, yeah, oh, we cheat better because we do this and we do that, we do this and we do that. Oh, but when it's demonized, oh, no, nah, we don't lie. Oh, no, that, that's a lie. We don't be doing that. See, you pick and choose when you want to be real about it. And then when you be real about it, we have to still take that as a joke uh, and, and be like, ha, 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 ha. But you just told us how you move. Which one? I, I'm just trying to figure out how is that okay? Then, not only that, women, in the alphabet club, so many men transforming into women. If it was such, oh, women don't get enough respect. Women don't do this. Oh, we don't protect women. But yet you turn a blind eye to how they're allowing someone that was born a man to start off with a clean slate as a woman and trump you. But you accept that. You would accept a man trying to be a woman and letting them pass. Letting them pass. But if a manly man gets a spot over you, if he's a strong black man going in front of you to get a spot, then that's a problem. But you would let a man that is transformed into a woman and he'd be like, ah, oh, that's okay. Girl, welcome. Why is that? Why is the black man being by your side such a bad thing? Why is it? Chucks and pearls. Chucks and pearls. Voting in a, 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 a black vice president. Everybody that disagreed with that. Oh, man. A black man just hate women. Black women. Da, 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 da. But yet it just shows. First of all, the woman only used her black card to get what she wanted to get. Once she got what she wanted, she showed she was a different race. Because she is not standing protecting neither the woman nor the man. But you turn a blind eye to that. Because yet and still, the black man is the problem. The black man is still the problem. Even when the evidence is still in your face. I, 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 it, it, it baffles me. I was sitting here also just 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 trying to figure out 
why is the push in society right now in this world the push so hard for Christianity? Christianity, Christianity, Christianity. Why is it such a big push? And why the Islam and Muslim community so demonized? But then I went to looking into it, thinking about it, doing a little research. Only because, you know, in the Islam and Muslim community, oh, they really down for their men. Their husbands, they down. They respect their men. They trust their men. They're behind their men. And not standing behind them, but they're behind them and standing behind them for what they stand for. They're on the side of them, standing next to them, but they're behind them, backing them. Anything that they want to do, they're pushing them. They're understanding. But Christianity is different because it is the control. But they will say Muslim men and Islam men control their women. They are firm men, stern men. And any man that's stern and firm is a threat. Let's just, let's just call a spade a spade. Any man that is strong and don't waver, he's a threat. But why is that? But any strong, independent woman is glorified as clout. Yay, girl, speak your mind. Why? <laughs> why? I, I'm, 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 I'm baffled. And then you sit up here and say all you have to offer is your vagina. That's not true. They put so much stuff in our minds for us to just, the media puts all that stuff in our minds. They tell us when to be mad. They tell us when to be sad. Tell us when to be happy. You, you, you never realize that they tell us who to like. They tell us who to like. They tell us who to dislike. And we go right along with it. We were go right along with it. You know, for a real long time. And still, we celebrate 9-11. And as a black culture, do we really, really believe that some Muslim terrorists hijacked a plane with some knives that possibly got but let's just say it's 300 people on that flight, right? And out of that 300, it got to be 25 at the least. At the least. 25 black men or black people on that plane. Even if it's 30. 30 black people on that plane, right? So you telling me, man or woman of the African-American race, See some niggas with some knives. Don't look at each other and be like, hey, bruh, he got some knives. Bruh, we can take them. Even if you have running the risk of getting stabbed, not shot, stabbed. But if everybody rush them, you really think some black folks let some folks hijack a plane with some knives. When in Chicago, these kids are fighting with drive-by shootings. 
Every hood has to deal with shootings. We're about to let some knives be our outcome. Not only that, because at the end of the day, we're going to die anyway. I am going to die anyway. Might as well die fighting. No black person is going to die without a fight. That's just that's just ridiculous. But we are sitting here glorifying a day in the life in the USA on saying somebody hijacked some planes running into a building. But you know, we gotta stop that. We really gotta stop that. And and it, and it and it starts like I said, it starts with our our queens. It starts with our black queens. The only thing that y'all have to offer is not vagina. My perspective of a man, we are providers, protectors. So with all that being said, at, while we're doing that and after we do that, what do we have left? We give our all. What do we have we're, we're, we're living our life to give all, but to receive nothing. As a black man, we are perceived to give all and receive nothing. Receive nothing, ask for nothing. Just be happy to be alive and be happy to have. As a woman, you got rights. As a woman, you have favor. Because why? They're going to tell you your vagina is what's going to get you over the top. Because why? Oh, the, the the narrative or the quote unquote is she slept her way to the top. So they will sit there and put in your mind. But see, and, and then when they put that out there, you don't like that. When they tell people well, you, she slept her way to the top, you don't like that. You want to be perceived as you worked hard to get that. You want to be perceived as that. And even with the people that I know that's in the alphabet community, to get those rights and get those laws, do you not feel slighted? Do you not feel bad that they had to make a law for you to be accepted? Do you feel like that was the right thing? Yes, it's cool to have your laws, to have your rights. But when you blacking in that alphabet club, a black woman, a black man that's in that club, after you've got your rights, after you've got your law, do you not go outside and start fighting now for the heteros to get that stuff? As black people? Do you not feel now that you have favor to still fight for those who don't have it? Because you've now made it over the threshold. But you see that your black men are so far down, you don't want to reach down because it's too far down to pick them up. You would rather just watch them try to climb and fight up. If they make it, they make it. If they don't, shit, I made it. Bro, that's hurtful. And that's bad. 
But for y'all women to think that that's that's the only thing that you got, which a lot of women was commenting saying that that's not true. But a lot of them didn't speak in depth with it. But from a man perspective, from a man perspective, because a lot of uh, y'all women never, ever been men before. Not black men. You've watched from the sideline and watch a black man struggle. Watch a black man go for go through what he go through. But everybody go through their own as a gender and a race. Well, the black black people go through their own struggles gender wise. You know, as a black woman, you feel like you're not respected. You're looked over. You're toyed with, played with. You look at and feel like you're 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 looked at as angry, aggressive. When you disagree, you're emotional or you're aggressive. You're a mad black woman. They tell you that. They put that narrative out there. A black woman is not angry. And a black woman is not argumentative. A black woman has discernment. So if she feels that it's not right, she stands her ground. But your discernment is supposed to be respected. So why, when a man stands 10 toes down, he's looked that crazy? Why is his putting his 10 toes down looked at as he's being difficult? Is that fair? We got to start coming together. Because the only way that either one of our genders are going to get respect is together. That's the only way. The only way. But the thing about it is we got to start being cordial to where we understand we need each other. Just we, we each one of us need each other. A man needs a woman just as much as a woman needs a man. Stop thinking we can live divided. Stop that. Because all these kids that we're having, they need parents. They need to watch their parents together. If you're not ready to be with that man or that woman, we got to stop having outside babies like that because it don't pan out well. Baby mama, baby daddies don't pan out. Now, ex-husband, ex-wife, that's different. That's different. You tried it, didn't work. But a lot of us are having babies just out of straight relationship. A lot of the babies are just coming from one night stands. A couple weeks, a couple months. We don't even know the ins and outs of each other. We've never seen each other in none of the phases of life that's important. We've never seen each other at the brokest, the highest, the saddest, the happiest. We haven't seen each other in them phases. So there's no way that it can work if we've never seen each other in those phases. We have to know each other. First of all, find 
infidelity is not the biggest reason that divorce is financial. A lot of us get together and don't even understand each other's financial situations. We don't know how the other person manage their money. We have no clue. None of all, none at all. We got to get better. We got to get better with that. We just have to get away from that narrative of we can live without. Now, the thing about this is too, the marriage thing, all that was was being a piece of paper to make it legal. To keep a man bonded and if he run away, hmm, you have him legally, financially, forever. But the thing about it is, if marriage is just a piece of paper and some legal jargon, why can't we use that to our advantage? Why is it so bad to be real with your mate? Or if y'all are thinking about marriage, to come and say, hey, this paper, because it's a contractual agreement. It's all it is. Our ancestors didn't sign this paperwork. We knew we jumped that broom. We didn't have to go to the courthouse. But seeing here, we got to go to the courthouse. If it's a contractual agreement, you treat it like a contractual agreement. Y'all in love? Y'all want to think about getting married? Why don't you say, okay, look, this is the start of it. This is what we're going to do. Let's go five years. Let's go three years. After the, after the three years, after the five years, we come back to the negotiation table again. After that, if we still want to be together, let's do it. If not, let's walk and shake hands and walk away. Why not? Because you know why? Because they taught us that when it's, it's forever. No, a bond is forever. Why they say a marriage is not real until you have sex afterwards? Because that is how the souls are tied. It's not the piece of paper. We got to go back to our roots and our spirituality and stop looking so much on materialistic, worldly things. We have to. We're living unspiritually and that's not like us that's not like our culture it's not we are so afraid to be honest with each other because we're worrying about someone feeling some type of way and we don't even really know how to speak towards uncomfortable stuff because we run away from it if we learn how to speak to being uncomfortable and just having it, you realize people just want to just know the truth. There's really people out here. If you keep it 100 with them from the beginning, you don't have to worry about anything. But if you keep it real, see the problem with men too, they don't want to give, be honest in my opinion. They don't want to be real with a woman up front because a man knows what type of damage a woman can do. You may think a man wants multiple women. So you got a man asks about bringing another woman into the bedroom. Yes, that woman may say, cool, let's go. Let's do that. 
But as soon as that woman comes back and say, hey, either you want to bring another man into the bedroom or she can say, you can have any woman that you want. But every now and again, I want another man. You don't have to be in the room. I just want to go out and step out on my own. But that would pierce a man so, so deep. It would hurt. So you choose a lying cheat. But we got to be honest. Be real. We don't realize. Women are cool with honesty. They're cool with honesty because they know how dangerous they can be on the other end. They know that hurt is different on the other side of that sword. That's why they want that honesty. Because they know at some point, your call log, your contact list ain't as deep as hers. Your vagina list ain't as lucrative as them dicks she got offering for her. That's why. But even through all that, women, that's all that, that's not all y'all had to offer. But do you want to work towards the thing that you can offer? And it's the support. It's the backing. It's the not giving the headaches and, and the drama. Are you willing to back off of that? A woman can say, look, I had a long day. Before, I, when I first walk in the house, let me breathe a little bit. I had a long day. Just step back for a minute. Then when I, when I breathe and I come in, then y'all can hit me with everything. A man can't say that. A man is bombarded on his most happiest or his most joyful time. A woman, let me tell you what Keisha said. She did this, 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 and this at work. I told that bitch, man, da, 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 da. He has to take all of that. He has to take all of that. And not one time do you be like, hey, you in the mood to talk about my long day I had today? And listen, if he wants to say yes or no, he's more than likely, whether he wants to do it or not, he's feeling inclined to say, yes, what happened? Because if he tells you no, he's inconsiderate. So he feels the need to have to go through that. He feels the need to go through that. But yet, a man can't come to you with so much because A, he's, that means he's too emotional. He's being a bitch. He's complaining. Man up. Stop crying. But you can come and bring him so much. But that cop out. Just saying that all you, you got to offer his pussy is a cop out. It's a cop out. Because you don't want to do the work to make it better for a man. You want to keep walking around and doing what you want to do when you want to do it and how you want to do it. That's why. And that's not fair. The woman is the calm in the storm. She could be your best friend or she could be your worst enemy. And that's the power of a woman. And you know that. And the people that matters, that control everything, knows that too. 
So women, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to help the situation? How are you going to help these men be better that you keep crying about, that you want? You want him to come gift wrapped already in full form. That's what you want. You want a man to already come like he's supposed to. You're a dream man. You want him to already come. You don't want to go through the ups and the downs because you claim you done been through all that. You claim you done went through a lot of men and you you all you went through was character development. You claim that. But a man don't require much. A man's list of things for a woman, if you look at it, it's very small. You just want some ass, some food, and some loyalty. But a woman has to come with his dick size, his money, his job, his height, his looks, his car. How many kids he got? The list goes on and on and on and on and on. A man doesn't grow up as a young boy thinking and dreaming about his wedding day. When little boys played house when we was little, it was because it was the girls. It, it was it was her idea. But the first thing she thinks about is walking down the aisle. She dreams about her wedding dress. She dreams about her wedding day. She dreams about how she's going to look. She dreams about a picket fence. She dreams about the dog. But a man is around here just hoping that he can get out his teen years. When he get in his 20s, he makes it past 25. And going into his 30s, he has something secure to keep his days going. That's the struggles of a man. And that's the power that a man is stripped of because he's cut from under the knees of being strong. Tell him everything he's supposed to be, everything he's supposed to do. But there's no foundation of nothing for him to stand on. Wanted to do everything, but he ain't got nothing to stand on. How unfair is that? But after this bonus episode, I'm going to start doing, going to Facebook on the uh, chat room. And I'm going to start sending some invites so we can all be on the live and stuff like that. And we can have the conversation, the dialogues, and everybody can be involved. And you can put things in the comments that you want to hear and things that you want spoken on because my my goal is to get my people talking. To get my people on one accord. Because I'm a black man. I got black kids. And the generation behind us is real important. They real important. We got to start preparing for our kids. We got to. 
money, power, and fame is it's not what it's not what we we're not destined for the earthly things. We're not. The multi-billion dollars, yes, we can have. You know how hard it is and the people you got to come across to get that. We're trying so hard to obtain that that we're missing the small things in life of just to live and giving our kids the time that we need. We're not protecting our kids enough because we, we're trying to obtain something that's kind of hard to achieve. It's a very small percent, especially where we come from. Yes, it's obtainable. But once your tax bracket tick over a certain number, it's a certain amount of things you got to do to maintain that. Certain amount of things you got to do to get that. And it's not good things. But to just be able to live and live comfortable, we can obtain that. Because if we just live comfortable, we won't have to worry about that neighbor. We don't have to hate on that neighbor. Because as long as we living good and we okay, our bills are paid, our kids are good, not living check to check, that's a wonderful life. We just got to get out of our mind. Are we willing to, to do that? Nobody's saying don't move to, don't, don't try to obtain a great life. Try to slow down to trying to attain a famous life. A famous life ain't what it is what it's cracked up to be. You sit there and say you don't want people in your business. You want to live low key. When you become famous, your likeness is gone. You have no control over your likeness. Your privacy is gone. You have no control over your privacy anymore. The world knows everything that you're going to do, everything that you do. Are you ready for that? I don't think a lot of you are because you complain right now in your small area that you're in now. They know too much about you. But wait till millions and millions and millions of people know your business. Wait till millions and millions and millions of people have their opinions about you. And not all of them are good. A lot. Over 80% of them are always going to be negative. Are you ready for that? Are you ready to try to defend yourself every time you turn around? Of slander. That alone is a headache. That alone is draining. I don't think a lot of you ready for that. But hey, to each his own. Strive. Do whatever you got to do. But that was that was my take on that, man. And I, like I said, I don't believe, you know, as a woman, that's all you have to offer. But again, you guys, tell me what you think. Comment, like, share. Let's have this conversation. And we, we definitely going to get it together. 
And thank you for coming through in the rabbit hole. And it's me, JP, on the FWM Podcast. Follow me. What a woman loves.
she loves. 